Magic is what happens when you find balance between method and madness, science and art. Welcome to the Magic Maker Podcast, the place where entrepreneurs who want to find magic can access aha moments and simple steps to big dreams. I'm your host, Jay Nicole Smith, but you can call me Nick. Let's get started, shall we? Hello, Magic Makers. I am so excited to be with you today. It is post Magic Maker Live. The conference is done. It was amazing. I will be doing a whole episode debriefing that for you, for those of you who are curious and weren't able to join us in London, October 15th and 16th for this amazing conference, which featured Denise Stuffield Thomas and Ash Amberger of Middle Finger Project as our keynotes and tons of other glorious ladies like Lisa Johnson and Jessica Lorimer, Catherine Watkin, Abby Woodcock from Freelance Co-op, who was amazing. So it's done. It's over. (laughs) I can breathe again. (laughs) And I can get back to this podcast, which I feel like I've been neglecting. And it's so ironic that this whole season is about momentum. And we really fell off the wagon, like total transparency. It just wasn't going to happen while we were trying to get the conference done. Um, I came off of maternity leave in July, very end of July. Um, My business partner left the business first of August. And the conference was October 15th. So it's like, all right, we got to get in. We got to get stuff done. Um, And we had a trip to Toronto in August where we went to Tribe Live, which was amazing. I'll be talking more about that as well um, in next episode, actually, when I'll I'll talk about that. Um, So it's been crazy. It's been busy. There's been so much going on. And it's been lush. It's been glorious. And what's really interesting is that for one of the first times ever for me personally as an entrepreneur... I wasn't freaking out. I had like a four month old baby. I, my business partner left. So I was like taking all these jobs and projects back on like myself. Um, we had this huge conference. We still had a bunch of tickets to sell and we still had a whole event to plan. Um, all this stuff was on my plate and you know what? It was the first time ever where I made the choice to not be stressed about it and it actually worked. People kept coming up to me at the conference like, are you okay? Like, how's it going? And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm so chill. I'm not nervous. I'm not stressing. Now, part of that is hiring the right people, right? Because we had this incredible events team. Um, shout out to Claire from the Events Academy and Zoe, um, Zoe Knott, who was our event manager. They did an, a miraculous job. And that fundamentally allowed me to relax because I knew they handled it. Um, but the other really important thing, well, two things. The first one is what I'm going to share with you today. The first thing that allowed me to be in that space and to show up as that person and to fundamentally not feel stressed and freaked out despite all of these things going wrong and all of this financial pressure. And obviously, you know, when you're doing anything that public, there's always this potential that things are going to be a disaster and you're going to be totally embarrassed, whatever. (laughs) Not stressing about that came from this formula that I'm going to share with you today, this 12-step momentum formula. Um, That is a huge piece. And I am so excited and confident about sharing this with you and how well it works um, because of how I've just seen it show up for me in my life and business with this conference. But the other thing I will say, and this is just a total aside, this has nothing to do with the episode today, 
is I did a bunch of energy work. I went to Reiki, a Reiki master. I did tapping with a practitioner. Um, my accountant is an energy editor. So I did a lot of that work. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of work to be done, but I did know that there was a lot on my plate and I was really good at making sure, especially because I was probably dehydrated and sleep deprived from, you know, breastfeeding and being up with my baby and all that kind of stuff. I did put the time and investment into doing energy work because I knew I wasn't going to get through it without it. So I'm just going to say, you know, I can't say whether that made the difference or not, but it sure felt good to be there during that conference, fully present and not at all stressed. And I, I do credit that to doing some of that what I call the woo that works, right? (laughs) Doing the woo. And the second piece is this formula that I want to share with you today. And we've got a bit of a longer episode, so I don't want to spend too much time leading up to it. So I'm hoping you'll stick around for this entire episode. Listen to the end because there's so much to share. I'm probably going to overwhelm you with information today, which is not something I love to do (laughs) because I do like to keep things simple, which is what we're talking about in the next episode. But It is really important, I think, to give you sort of the big picture of this 12-step momentum formula, which is now essentially the backbone of all the work that I do. It's basically a pulling together of all the things I talk about and sell and all of the um, research I've done and the work I've done with entrepreneurs and the businesses that I've owned and the six and seven figure businesses I've built. Like It's all in there. And now it's in this beautiful, glorious, (laughs) step-by-step phase order. Um, And I'll share with you the story of what the major missing piece was that brought it all together. But let's just go ahead and dive in, right? Because we've got a bit of a longer episode today. And I know we normally keep it short, but there's just so much to look at today. So without further ado, let's make some magic, shall we? Today is a big deal for me. Sharing this episode with you feels like coming home. It is essentially the culmination of all the things, (laughs) uh, all the steps in my career and all the steps in my personal journey to get this far. All of this beautiful magic merging together into this beautiful, clear, step-by-step thing (laughs) that has emerged from all the work and from all the time and from all the processing and all of the conversations and the transformations. And so being able to have it to share with you today is really exciting. If you've been searching for clarity, whether that's in your business messaging or the products that you sell or your purpose or any of these things. And if you've recently or ever found it, then you know that like that sweet spot, it's like the sound of the tennis ball hitting the racket in that sweet spot. It's just this delicious, whole, round, wonderful feeling. And I know that sounds maybe a little bit odd, but (laughs) to be able to actually bring this to you in a podcast episode is just really exciting for me. So with that said, (laughs) I want to dive into sharing with you what I am currently calling the 12-step momentum formula. 
And this is now the sort of backbone of this new mastermind that I've brought to life in the last couple of months. And basically what it is, is a gathering of all these other ideas and concepts that I've been talking about, promoting, teaching, living, um, developing over the last really 10 plus years, but especially in the last two or three years. And what I'm excited about is that this is bringing all of those pieces into a logical order. And even better, all of it is under the umbrella of finding your why. So I want to share with you, if you don't mind, just a little story. I think you can probably relate to it. And that is basically when I started this last phase of my business, and I've had many phases, (laughs) if you know anything about me, then you know that I started as a pet photographer and then launched a a apparel brand for dog lovers. Um, And that led into basically running two businesses side by side. I moved to California, um, met my husband, moved to the UK, did a master's in marketing, opened a retail space, discovered that that was not the job for me and basically completely redefined my identity from that point moving forward. And it was from that point in sort of 2015 that I've been really taking all of my years as an entrepreneur, all of that information and expertise I gained during my master's degree, all of the experience I've gained working with hundreds and probably thousands at this point of entrepreneurs into cohesive knowledge that I can easily share. And for me personally, really being able to define my own freedom and fulfillment and being able to create the lifestyle that I want while bringing all of this stuff into a business that supports that lifestyle, which is exactly what I want to help you do. Um, So it's kind of been a walking my talk while developing my talk while testing my talk kind of journey. And along the way, and especially when I did all the work in 2015, I realized that my superpower is helping people find their why, the big purpose, and specifically being able to communicate that in a way that makes you magnetic, that makes other people interested, excited, want to work with you, want to get to know you, or turns them off completely, right? Because we don't want to be in the middle. One of my mentors has said, love me or hate me, there's no money in the middle. And I think that's so true. So part of building a brand is being a little bit polarizing. And finding your why is sort of the beginning of all of that. But the story that I wanted to share with you is that I've recently sort of realized that this finding your why stuff, this thing that I say is my superpower, this thing that I am genuinely very, very good at. I can definitely put my hand up and say that at this point. It is just sort of this weird skill that I have. I can do it very quickly. I've just sort of shoved that in the corner for the last few years. And I'm wondering if you can relate to this. It's because it wasn't enough. I felt like this amazing skill that I have, this beautiful journey that I can take people on, isn't enough for people to want to buy it. Because as everyone will tell you, people don't buy mindset. It's not something that we humans are inclined to spend our money on. What we are inclined to spend our money on is transformation and results. So think about that for your own business and what you're doing and how you are sort of putting yourself out there genuinely 
we don't really see the value monetarily in, you know, feeling better. We understand it once we've got it, (laughs) but especially as entrepreneurs, we want to spend money on making more money, saving time, getting more clients, these very tangible, practical things, because in our mind, we can justify those things. We can justify spending on those things because if we're going to spend on feeling better, what does that mean? It means we have to deserve it. It means we have to be worthy of feeling better. It means we have to have permission to spend money on something that seems so extra, right? It doesn't seem essential. We always think, well, later, I'll do that later. I'll feel better later. Once I make more money, once I've got that audience, once I've figured all this stuff out, I'll feel better later. And I, then I can get a mindset coach or then I can do the work that I need to do internally. But guys, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. And part of the model that I'm going to share with you today is built around how it does work, which is the opposite of what most of us are doing. But to sort of share the story with you, I've recently realized that in all of the products that I've built, in all of the programs and retreats and courses and things that I've brought to life to help people, I have always put the why on the sidelines. And there's a couple of reasons for that. Like I said, people don't buy mindset, which is a very practical consideration. But also, finding your why takes time. It takes time. It's not something you can do quickly. And I will, in a future episode, I'm going to share with you something you can do really quickly to just sort of start the process. Because what I've been scared of is that by telling people they need to find their why, they'll use that as a delay tactic to not start and grow their business. Because we look for all the excuses when we're starting out to not make progress. And progress, starting, trying things, experimenting, getting going, momentum, all of those things inform the why finding process. So if we sit on the sidelines and wait, we're never really truly going to find the depth of our why because we have to be in it. As Brene Brown, we have to be in the arena. Uh, As Brene Brown would say, you know, she talks about being in the arena. We have to be doing it in order to continue to define it and redefine it. So what's been really interesting over the last couple of months as I've sort of taken back ownership of this superpower and started to make it the center of everything I do, there were some major considerations for me. The first one was, how do I create a space for people to find their why and for it to be okay for it to take time? It's fundamentally not something you're going to do in an eight-week course. So for me, looking at how do I work with people for a year, two years at a time in order to help them on this journey was an important consideration. But the more important piece and the bit that I want to share with you today is how do I integrate finding your why, finding your purpose, and like I said, communicating that purpose, getting clearer on it and being able to help other people understand it instantly. How do I do that amidst all the other stuff that we as business owners need to be considering, all the important stuff that we need to be thinking about and doing in order to actually grow our business? Because the last piece of why I haven't sort of led with this why funding concept in my business and brand in terms of the products I sell is that your why doesn't do you much good 
to fund the freedom and fulfillment lifestyle that I talk about if you don't already know how to grow a profitable business. It's a bummer, I know. (laughs) But finding your why is not the whole story. Finding your why is not going to build you wealth on its own. Finding your why and putting that on top of or integrating that into a profitable business, to me, that's what I call a brand that matters. It's a combination of a business and a purpose. And these brands, this type of business that has a purpose is what I believe is the most effective way to both be happy as an entrepreneur, as well as be real and be able to create more differentiation, more profit, more demand, the things that make being in business more fun, because it's certainly better to run a brand that's interesting and that people want to buy and they're lining up for than to be sitting there wondering when anyone's ever going to buy anything from you again, right? So these things all fit together. And I haven't been able to figure out how to fit them all together and present them to you until now. So that is a very long way to the 12 step momentum formula. And I want to share with you what exactly brought this all together, because there was one critical piece that was missing for me to frame all of this up and for it to make sense to me and for me to be able to present it to you in a way that's clear and easy to follow. And that is a concept that came to me because of one of my clients. Now I have this incredible, wonderful client who is now a dear friend who recently traveled to London to be with me on the stage at Magic Maker Live to share her incredible story. Just, she blows my mind. But one of the things that I told her when we were prepping for the conference um, that I'm going to share with you now is, and just that I love about, you know, the work that we do when we get to really be integrated into other people's lives is that although I've been on a multiple year journey with her and sort of being a part of her transformation, she was just one of those people who always had something interesting to suggest. And I always got so much back from her. So one of the examples is when we were doing our annual planning, she said, you know what, this year, when I do look at my goals, I'm going to do 30 day sprints and I'm going to do little 30 day goals, but they're going to be action-based goals. I'm going to try something for 30 days instead of trying to get a result in 30 days. And I just thought that was brilliant. It was so genius. And I was like, that's amazing. I'm going to tell everybody about this because this is such a good idea. Another thing that um, she shared, which is the piece that was integral to this formula that I'm going to share with you today was um, a podcast that had just begun, brand new podcast by Jim Fortin. Now, if you're not familiar with Jim, I definitely recommend you check him out. I think his podcast is called, it's something like Transform Your Life from the Inside Out, something like that. Um, And in one of the very, very first episodes, he shares this concept from NLP, which he calls Be, Do, Have. So I have to say thank you to Jennifer yet again, (laughs) and thank you to Jim for bringing this concept into my life, because this was like the massive, amazing, boom, pow, aha, epiphany, light bulb moment, lightning striking thing that brought everything together for me personally and for this work and this formula. And the concept of be, do, have is essentially this. Earlier, I was talking about, we often feel like we have to 
get to where we need to go in order to do the things we need to do to be the people that we want to be. And what we will say is, you know, when I have more money or when I have more time or when I have lost weight or whatever the thing is, then I will be able to do the activities. I'll be able to make those videos. I'll be able to hire the help. I'll be able to do the things that I need to do in order to be the person that I want to be, in order to be wealthy, in order to be consistent, whatever the thing is that we feel like we need to be. And the problem with that is it just doesn't work, (laughs) right? Because what we find is this fundamental resistance when we go to do the thing we want to have the stuff. And so we try and do the thing and we always get into resistance, which is why as business owners, we're constantly looking for more resources on how to be more productive or stop procrastinating or have more discipline because we have all this resistance to doing the activities we need to do in our business that are going to push us forward. And the answer to that, the solution to that, and this is especially true when you start to look into the psychology of behavioral change with like quitting smoking, for example, is we need to first be who we need to be in order to do what we need to do to have what we want to have. So I know that sounds really simple, (laughs) but maybe you're having the boom pow aha moment I did when I heard this for the first time, which is that in order to be wealthy, we need to show up each day as a wealthy person in our mind and in our body, in all of our cells and all of our energy. And if we are that person, we will be making decisions from the standpoint of being that person. Then we will sort of almost automatically do what we need to do to have wealth. This is such a game changer. It is such a game changer because one of the biggest, most sticky, difficult problems and issues as an entrepreneur is decision-making. And this is like an instant cure (laughs) for trying to make decisions out of willpower and instead making decisions out of the identity that you want to have in order to have the stuff that you want to have. So let's just kind of go through that again. The most effective way to actually create real transformation and change is to first be who you need to be in order to do what you need to do in order to have what you want to have. And most of us operate in the reverse. Most of us feel like we need to have more time or money in order to do the things we need to do in order to then be who we want to be. So my challenge for you today, first of all, is to really think about this model and in the show notes, you'll find a download for you to help you develop what I am calling an identity mantra and what the identity mantra is, which is the very first thing I did when I heard this podcast, I was listening to it in the shower actually. And I was like, Oh, great. Okay. So I need to figure out who I need to be to have the things I want to have. And so I need to figure out who that person is. And I need to have a way to remind myself who that person is all the time. And so I created this little chant, basically this little mantra of who that person is that I need to be to do what I need to do to have what I want to have. And so my identity mantra, I repeat over and over and over again. I repeat it in the shower. I repeat it in the car when I'm walking the dog. I especially repeat it when I'm struggling with a decision 
or I'm struggling with not being the person I want to be. So for example, one of the things that triggers me all the time is like having to wait, whether that's in line or in traffic. And so I'll, I'll often now almost automatically just call up my identity mantra and start repeating it over and over again so that I show up in that moment as the person I want to be instead of getting bowled over by this circumstance that is making sort of stealing my inner peace, if you will. So my identity mantra is kind, happy, healthy, wealthy, slim, and organized. And I say it really fast in my mind, usually over and over again, kind, happy, healthy, wealthy, slim, and organized, kind, happy, healthy, wealthy, slim, and organized. And in the download in the show notes, I walk you through the process of sort of creating your own identity mantra so that you have this person on tap as and when you need them so that you can make decisions based on who you want to be instead of what you're quote unquote supposed to do or what you should do or trying to decide whether or not you should or shouldn't do something, you can make decisions based on who you want to be. All of that is a precursor to say that my momentum formula is framed up inside this be, do, have model. So as I said, if you want momentum in your business, if you want to create transformation, if you want to create real change, we need to eliminate the resistance to doing the work, right? Because what momentum is basically is showing up consistently and doing the work. And to do that, we have to clear out all of the bullshit that's currently keeping us from doing that, right? A lot of which is mindset, but also just super annoying things like, oh, my workspace isn't right, or I don't have the time, or I don't have the childcare, all this little excuses that get in the way of us showing up and doing the work consistently, right? Creating a habit of doing the work. So what we need to do is to be able to clear all that out so that we're not forcing ourselves. We're in flow. It's easy. You have to try and stop us from doing the work. I learned several years ago in business that it is not trying to make that incremental tweak of like, oh, if I could just work a little bit harder or make a tiny bit more or change spend a little bit less time on this, then everything will be different. Usually tiny incremental change leads to tiny incremental results. And when you want big change, when you want big results, you have to make big transformation. You have to fundamentally be different than the person you were who got you to where you are now. I'm just going to repeat that. You need to fundamentally be different than the person you were who got you to where you are right now. James Wedmore often says, what got you here won't get you there. (laughs) And that's a much more simple way of saying what I just said. So we need to start now being the person who is where we want to be. And I know that's a bit mind bending, but it's actually really simple in practice. So go in the show notes, janicolesmith.com slash podcast. You'll find the notes for this episode and you can grab the little workbook to help you create an identity mantra. And that will help you decide what should go into your identity mantra and create and craft one that you can use and repeat every day. But when we're looking at momentum, we're looking at how to make it easier, how to make it easier to show up and do the work consistently, not how to force ourselves, not how to do it incrementally better. We're looking for big, big change here, big impact, big results. And so what that means is that first we need to look at that B piece, right? 
That's the first piece. And in this formula, there are four steps of sort of establishing who you want to be as far as your business is concerned. And as far as your brand is concerned, then we need to look at what do you need to do? And there's four steps for doing, and those steps go on and on. It's not like you do these four steps and you're done. It's the reoccurring all the time steps in your business that you're going to be doing every day, every week, every month, every year to grow that business and brand. And then the last piece is have, what do you want to have? What are you going to have? And that is connected directly to what I call the brand advantage cycle, which is the results that brands create that businesses don't necessarily get. Okay. So do you want me to take you through this? I know I've like, I've gone on and on for like 20 minutes now and you don't know the formula. So here's the formula. And again, this will be in the download and there's a great image within the pod show notes as well. If you want to grab that image and put it up by your computer to remember it. But this is what I'm calling the 12 step momentum formula. And it's broken down into three phases. B, do, have. The first phase, B, is something you can start and crack on with right now and get through really quickly. And that is number one, figuring out your purpose. So this is in your business, this is your why. And um, in the next episode, I'm going to um, share with you a really quick, simple way that you can start to get this why out of your mouth, (laughs) even if it's not fully developed, because fully, fully developing this and making sure that you're aligned takes time. But creating language that works for where you're at right now can be quick. And I'm going to help you do that in the next episode. So number one is purpose. And this can also be where your identity mantra fits in as a person. This is fundamentally kind of where you're operating from in your purpose or your why. Number two is freedom and fulfillment. So this is getting a clear, very clear direction of where you're going. Okay. And I break those into two categories, your freedom and your fulfillment, because they're different. Freedom is about having time to do what you want to do, which is part of your fulfillment, which is about being happy. As a magic maker, we have this great mantra, which is do good, be real, find happy and build brands that matter. And that is rooted in this stuff, this idea of doing good, being real and finding happy. That's the freedom and fulfillment piece. But in order to understand kind of what you want to have and where you're going, you really need to have a clear vision for what it is that you're trying to achieve. So that happens really early on. And then the third thing in B is looking at your three essential resources. This is your time, your money, and yourself. And self is your energy. It's your self-worth and really getting those things stable. You cannot do any good work when those things are off the charts, right? So you really, really need to be able to be operating not from a place of scarcity, but from a place of enough. And so those need to be addressed first. And then the fourth one is the four essential elements in your brand. Now you're going to hear me continue to talk a lot about this. This is core, core, core foundational stuff. And your four essential elements are basically your why, your who, your what, and your where. And they are like the building blocks of your brand and your business. You cannot get anywhere without having a clear and basic understanding of these four things. They are the absolute essence of what makes your business or brand exist in the world. So that is the first phase purpose, freedom and fulfillment, your three essential resources and your four essential elements. That is the B phase. 
that is phase one of momentum. It's getting that stuff figured out. Okay. The next phase is do. So there's four stages again within the do phase. The first one is the five laws of entrepreneurship. You've heard me talk about this a lot and very consistently because what I believe is that in order to do entrepreneurship in a sustainable way, you need to have a system. And in my experience and in my research, that system looks like the five laws of entrepreneurship in this order. Number one, mindset. Number two, money. Number three, marketing. Number four, mechanics. And number five, momentum. And we've got lots of other resources on the podcast to take you through those. But that is the fundamental doing of running your business is understanding these five laws, starting to manage them, and then ultimately starting to master them. And if all you do in your business (laughs) is do that, you're probably going to be very successful. But what the B phase allows us to have and do is to do all of that with a bit more purpose, with a bit more ease, with a bit more clarity, with a bit more confidence, which I think we'll all agree are things that we want. So that's why the B phase comes first. But that first step in the do phase is the five laws of entrepreneurship. The next is the six stages of marketing. So once you've kind of got a basic understanding of the five laws, then you need to go deep in the six stages of marketing and start to really understand your sales funnels, your customer journey, how people discover you and then engage with you and then convert and then how to turn them into people who refer you, all of that stuff. So once you got the five laws sort of down, then you move deeper into the six stages of marketing. And then the next stage is to get serious about the seven essential momentum habits. And I'm going to take you through an entire episode about this. So I'm not going to go into it now, but this is where momentum really starts to get its energy is when you start to take all the things you know, and you're doing into consistent habitual behavior. Stuff that, like I said, you don't have to think about or force it. It just happens. It's easy. And that will happen one habit at a time. And I believe that these seven essential habits are the ones you really need to look at in order to make momentum happen. And then the fourth stage of do is to do what I call an eight-part brand refresh. So at this point, you sort of set up your B at the beginning, your purpose, your freedom, fulfillment, that kind of thing. You started to look at this kind of work in progress. Why? But once you get down to this sort of, we're at this eight, step eight of this momentum formula, you're probably going to need to sort of mix things up and shake things up a bit um, and be able to really refresh your brand. And that might mean a new logo. It might mean a new name. It might mean a new website. It might mean actually I'm finally going to invest some money in some photography and some color palettes and things that will be able to take all of this good work that you're doing and all of this knowledge you now have about what you do and why you do it and how your customer operates and what they need from you. And you kind of make things a bit fancier and shinier. But notice that's stage eight of this 12 step process. Eight, you don't need to do this stuff at the beginning. And this is coming from someone who's a branding consultant and a branding expert. A brand is about the things that I've described so far, right? It's about your essential elements. It's about your purpose. It's about understanding where you fit in the marketplace. All that shiny, fun, beautiful stuff helps, but you don't really need to get serious about that until you've got a business that works. Like I said before, Okay, then 
when we're comfortable with all of those things, we move into the have stage. We move into that brand advantage cycle I mentioned where you've got a business that's working, you know who you are, you're able to consistently show up and make these momentum habits happen. You've probably done your brand refresh. So now you're feeling shiny and fancy and new. And now you get to amp things up. And the three parts of the brand advantage cycle are buzz, demand, and impact. And that's 9, 10, and 11. And um, I write about this in my book and we'll um, do a future episode on this as well of how this all works. But essentially, when you have a brand that comes into the world that is clear on its purpose and has its four essential elements clear, is working the five laws of entrepreneurship well, and has done that brand refresh, so they're shiny and differentiated, people can see them, they're exciting, they're different, they generate a ton of buzz. Because people are like, whoa, who's that? Now, this is the point where people will probably often call you an overnight success, even though you've already been through these other eight stages of this. They'll think that you've just shown up out of nowhere because they're just noticing for you, you for the first time. But you'll get a, a ton of buzz, a ton of word of mouth marketing, a ton of free press, um, PR, that kind of thing, which leads into step 10, which is demand. Um, you're, you know, have a waiting list, you are able to raise your prices, which makes you more profitable based on that buzz and based on that um, free sort of word of mouth referral marketing, which leads into the 11th one, which is impact. So people are now starting to ask your opinion, you're more of an authority, you're able to really make a difference for the causes that you care about, um, and be able to funnel either money or time into making the world a better place in an even bigger way. And that also allows the other, you know, it means more authority, it means more profit, it means more word of mouth. It's really the self-perpetuating cycle. Um, and that leads us into step 12 of the momentum formula, which is your freedom. So this is where you start to get really serious about funding that freedom and where you make some choices about that freedom because you now have this whole formula working for you. You've probably got some money you can invest or maybe you want to franchise or maybe you want to replace yourself in your business so that you have more freedom or maybe you want to pick up and move because you now can afford to be location independent. Whatever your freedom looks like, we did that in step two in the B phase, that is up to you. But this is the point where it's time to really implement that in a bigger way. Now, the reason that we did it in step two is you don't have to wait until step 12 to have freedom. That's not what I'm saying. But what step 12 is, is it's all about freedom. In this case, you might be making some major life choices or major business decisions that allow you to have a ton more freedom. It might be, like I said, you might be selling the business, you might be moving out of your house, something that is maybe a bigger step in that freedom journey. Okay. Are you with me? <laughs> so just to run quickly through that 12 step momentum formula again, one purpose, two freedom and fulfillment, three, your three essential resources, four, your four essential elements, five, the five laws of entrepreneurship, six, the six stages of marketing, seven, the seven essential momentum habits, eight, the eight part brand refresh, nine buzz, 10 demand, 11 impact and 12 freedom. And again, that's broken into the three phases. B is step one through four. Do is step five through eight and have is step nine through 12. Now I'm going to leave you with that because I know that is a lot 
to absorb. But as we go through the season of the podcast where we're really digging into momentum, I wanted to give you this as a framework because we're going to talk about all these different topics within this, but it all kind of connects back to this. Equally, I want you to have this. Um, Like I said, if you go to the show notes, you can download a graphic that you can print out and put next to your computer so you can keep this in front of you to kind of keep yourself in the right order of how you're actually going to build this momentum. And really what we can do is go through those first four steps pretty quickly in terms of understanding them, putting them in place. And then we spend most of our time in five, six, seven, really doing the five laws of entrepreneurship, the six stages of marketing and the seven essential momentum habits. And once you've got that down, once you're in mastery there, then it's time for that brand refresh. Then you move into worrying about the buzz, demand and impact and freedom. So what I'm hoping this will be for you is a, I hope you got the be, do, have message and you're going to get an identity mantra that will help you show up, get out of your own way, stop making excuses and operate from who you are when you have all the things you want to have instead of who you feel you are now. Because this is in you already. That person is inside you. You just need to identify them. You just need to look them in the eye. You just need to be able to try that person on and be that person. Because what happens oftentimes is if you were to achieve everything that you wanted to achieve in the next three days, you would not be aligned. You would not feel aligned with those achievements or with having those things. And you would fundamentally reject them. It's like you hear the stories all the time about people winning the lottery and then losing everything because they're not energetically aligned with having that much money. So this process helps you be aligned with that person, with these things, with these ideas, so that when they do actually start to appear, you're comfortable with them. You don't reject them. You don't go running from them. And equally, showing up as that person makes the decision-making easier, helps you just relax into and joyfully be who you need to be in order to show up and do what you need to do to have what you want to have. And this is going to be, you know, this simple 12-step process, I hope, can give you some focus so that you're not jumping around all over the place. Really, they need to be addressed in order. Um, and you know, if you haven't addressed your purpose or your freedom and fulfillment, you're not clear on your essential resources and you're in scarcity, those need to be addressed before you just keep hammering away at the five laws, just marketing, marketing, mechanics, doing, doing busy work, busy work. That is not going to create growth for you. It might create some results. You might sell things. You might make happy clients. You might do work, but it's not going to get you the freedom and fulfillment that you really crave that will take bigger change. And that is going to come from this 12 step process in this order. So from today, I'm hoping you have the opportunity to do that identity mantra. So you can be who you need to be to do easily do what you need to do to have what you want to have. And I'm hoping that you get some focus from this process so that you can prioritize and you can really go back and look at where you are at now, what you need to start on and where you need to go next. And the only other thing I'll say about this is that this is the entire skeleton of my new mastermind program. And this is um, something that you can apply for. It's a high performance mastermind for people who are committed to doing this 12 step process. And you have tons of resources and support to make this happen, basically. Um, So if that's something that you want to know more about, you can find out more at jnicolesmith.com slash mastermind. But in the meantime, go grab that graphic and go grab that download so that you can get your identity mantra and then come along for the rest 
of this whole season about momentum because I think you are really, really going to love it. There is tons here to really sink your teeth into. And thanks for hanging out with me today. I know this episode is long. I normally like to keep these episodes really short, but we obviously had a ton to dive into today. The other thing I'd love to say is that if you got value out of this, if this is like, if you've gotten anything out of this today, take a screenshot of the podcast or, you know, do a graphic or something and share on Instagram stories, tag me at Jane Nicole Smith. You can use the hashtag, um, magic maker podcast. Um, but I would love to hear from you if this has resonated with you. Of course, the other way to do that is to go ahead and leave us a review. That would be wonderful as well. Um, because we really want to help more people find this message and find this formula and be able to move out of those excuses and that discomfort and all of that sort of frustration and procrastination into ease and into momentum. And that's what this season is all about. So with that, thank you so much. And I hope to see you next time when we dive into that simple messaging that will help you be able to communicate all of this stuff more quickly to your ideal client. Bye for now. Thank you.